Welcome to Rama for Today. Now isn't it interesting to learn that the first person that's healed under the ministry of Jesus was not healed instantly. Isn't that interesting? And isn't it interesting that the Bible calls that a miracle? It said this second miracle Jesus wrought and the nobleman's son began to amend from that hour. Began to amend. That means he began, the fever left him and then he just began to get better and better and better and better and better. And convalescent until he's finally all right. Isn't that correct? Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and chose Kenneth E. Hagan's teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, the uh, 46th verse. So Jesus came again into Cain of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth, and himself believed and his whole house. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he came out of Judea into Galilee. Let's bow our heads a moment in prayer. Our Father, we're so grateful and thankful for thy precious holy word, for thy word is truth. The Master said, Ye shall know the truth, the truth shall make you free. Thank you for the privilege to feed upon the Word of God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit whom you've sent to be our teacher and guide. And we trust Him today to unveil and to unfold and to reveal the Word of God unto our spirits. In Jesus' holy name, Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to, these next few lessons, do something that I always wanted to do and just never have done. And that is just take the miracles of healing, the individual cases primarily, we will look at others, of Jesus, and just look at them in detail. Just see what happened. 
This is the first healing. You notice the, the scripture tells us that this is the second miracle that he wrought. The first miracle was in the second chapter of John. You remember he turned the water into wine. And so this uh, nobleman's son is the first person that was healed under the ministry of Jesus. Now, isn't it interesting, too? And you know, I'm, I, I, I was really led and have been for some time in my spirit to, to go back over these cases and just look at them in detail. Let's not be in a hurry about it, you know. Just look at it in detail because we find a lot of things that will interest us and will help us. Now, isn't it interesting to learn that the first person that's healed under the ministry of Jesus was not healed instantly? Isn't that interesting? And isn't it interesting that the Bible calls that a miracle, said this second miracle Jesus wrought, and the nobleman's son began to amend from that hour. Began to amend, that means he began, the fever left him, and then he just began to get better and better and better and better and better. And convalescent until he's finally all right. Isn't that correct? You see, we missed it. I, I was uh, talking to Brother Oral Roberts and, and uh, or we were talking, I should say, and, and uh, he said, uh, you know, I think we missed it in that we just expected everybody to be healed instantly. And then he went on to talk about someone that he had prayed for, and uh, this person never had grown. Their body never developed, you see. And now then a grown person, I think 28 years of age or something, and, or in the early 30s, and and after Brother Roberts had laid hands on them in recent time and prayed for them, now they started growing. See, they didn't just suddenly, they're six feet tall, but they just started growing at that age. And the doctors are following it. They're amazed. And every now and then they measure. And, and they, they said, well, man, they've grown some more. I mean, just a natural growth like, you know. And, and uh, the last account they had, he was just almost to where he should be. Well, now, you know, the Bible calls that a miracle, too. I said, the Bible calls that a miracle too? The Bible calls this man beginning to amend and finally becoming all right, this second miracle Jesus wrought, doesn't it? I said, doesn't it? Yes. Amen, yes. And so, uh, Brother Robert said then, when uh, the doctors are following this closely, you know, and they're just absolutely amazed, you see, that a person would start growing when they're up here, you know, 30 years of age or somewhere, I don't know, I've forgotten just when it was, but, but somewhere in that vicinity from 28 to 33 years of age. Well, now, you see, a lot of times we'd, we'd just maybe see a fellow there in the wheelchair, you know, and you'd think, well, well, why don't those legs just, that's it? Well, they, they could, I mean, if God did it that way. But see, who are we to tell God how to do it? And we shouldn't turn the switch of faith off because it isn't an instant something. See, I think we missed a lot here. Because people didn't get an instant manifestation, they, they either were in unbelief to begin with and they just stayed there or else they slipped back into it and said, well, that didn't work for me. That didn't work for me. And of course, they cut off whatever started. Then they stopped whatever started. Are you following me? Well, uh, let's, let's examine this in detail here. Uh, you'll find that uh, this miracle of healing seems to speak particularly to our times. 
It teaches us that we do not need the physical and visible presence of our Lord to heal us. You see, Jesus was not there in person to minister to this young man, son, whoever. His father, the nobleman, had said, Come, you know, my son is sick, nigh unto death. Come that he may be healed. He's at the point of death. He wanted him to come, but Jesus didn't go. He was not there in person, physical I'm talking about. Well, now that should speak to us, you know. Some folks have said, well, if I could have just been there when Jesus was here in person, I'd have sure got healed. Well, he doesn't have to be there in person for you to get healed. This man was healed at a distance, wasn't he? Well, thank God. Though this man was, Jesus was far from this sick child, I suppose he was a child. He just called him his son. He could have been a teenager. Could have been a young man. I don't know. But anyway, it just said he was, he was far from him. Yet he just simply spoke a word. Did you notice that? Just simply said unto him, unto the nobleman, Go thy way, thy son liveth. Now get this. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him and went his way. What did he believe? The word. Hallelujah. The word that Jesus had spoken unto him and went his way. Now he had no physical evidence that his son was healed. And evidently it was some distance because it was the next day before he got home. And some of his people met him, you know, and said, Thy son liveth. And so he asked, you see, they inquired of them the hour that he began to amend. And they said unto him yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So you see, this is the next day that the nobleman's coming home. And all that time, you see, all night long, and from the seventh hour of yesterday until today, the next day, he had no physical evidence that his child was any better. Can't you just imagine the devil hounded his mind and said, well, he's probably dead by now. You've just took the word of that preacher. He's probably dead by now. He believed that which was spoken unto him. It said he believed and the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken. Now, what had Jesus spoken? 
go thy way, thy son liveth. He believed that. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagan, entitled Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ. You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, we are a spring enrollments coming really oh, yeah, soon. Yeah. Yes, coming for right Rainbow away. Bible Training College. Yeah. And so we're now enrolling for that. You can apply online today at rbtc.org. Yep, just and go that, there right now and, and, and do it. Yes, right we enroll in January. My goodness. We this, start in January. Yes. We enroll now. For yeah, we spring. enroll we now. We call it the spring enrollment. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.